Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Hi everybody, welcome back. I am excited to have you here. I say that every single week and I really, really do mean it. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. I have felt inspired to talk about my own career path, the one that I was on before I became an entrepreneur and a college and career coach. For those of you who may not know me very well, I was an x-ray tech and I quit my job as an x-ray tech to, you know, start my own business and pursue this entrepreneurship life. From my experience of going to school for x-ray and being an x-ray tech, it just seems like not a whole lot of people are super aware of what that career entails and, you know, what we do on a daily basis. I feel like most people think x-ray techs are just for taking pictures of broken bones. And while that is a big part of our job, there are lots of other things that we do as well. So I'm going to answer a few questions today for those who may be interested in the x-ray field. And I'm going to start with what is x-ray? What is the schooling like? And what is the job like? So let's get into it. When I decided to become an x-ray tech and to enroll into x-ray school, I actually knew absolutely nothing about it, <laughs> which is crazy. I just kind of like, I had been a patient before. I was like, medical imaging seems cool. Why not? And I had signed up for the program and enrolled before I had even shadowed or done any research. So was that a smart decision on my part? Probably not, but it worked out because radiology is a huge field with lots of opportunities for career growth and development. And I got really lucky and plus I liked it anyway. So yeah, I, I lucked out for real. So what is x-ray though? One may think it's lots of broken bones and that we just take x-rays of people's body parts all day. And you know, that's halfway true. There are other parts of the body though that you can x-ray. It's not just bones. A lot of times we do chest x-rays to look at the heart and lungs. That is probably the biggest, most common thing that you will do as an x-ray tech is doing a chest x-ray, especially in the hospital. And especially with COVID, we were doing tons of those. So Yes, we look at broken bones, but I would say that's a good portion of the work, but the majority of the work is looking at things that aren't bones, things that are organs in your body, soft tissue, stuff like that. I don't want to like go too deep into it for those of you who may not like understand some of the medical language and all that because it can be confusing. 
So yes, you can take x-rays of things other than bones. You can see soft tissue, depending on what body part it is, you can see internal organs. So x-ray is used for a wide variety of things, not just for bones. Basically, the way the x-ray job works is you use your equipment to position the patient in whatever the routine positioning requires. And you take a variety of pictures of the same body part because essentially they like to see more than one view. So you're kind of being the eyes of medicine for the doctors that are trying to treat and diagnose these patients that are coming in with a variety of injuries or illnesses. So I think that's a good little overview. I'm going to get more into what you actually do when I talk about what the job is like. So let's move on to our next question. What is the schooling like? For schooling, it is an associate's degree. Technically, you can get by with just a certificate program, but I would not recommend that. I would recommend getting your degree. Like I said, it's just an associate's. It's a two-year program. It's going to make you more marketable as an employee. It's going to give you the opportunity to easily build more education on top of that if you want to go into different parts of radiology. And overall, I just feel like those programs give you more experience, more hands-on experience, more opportunity to learn and grow as a tech. That's not to say that certificate programs aren't good or beneficial, but I do feel like the associate's degree is the best way to go, especially if you're looking to grow and develop your career over time. The schooling was like pretty hard. I'm not even going to lie because it's kind of like nursing school, which I've never been through nursing school, but all of my friends in school were nursing students and we shared a lot of the same struggles. It's a good amount of class time. We didn't have classes every single day. We would have clinical some days and class the other days. So I was doing things five days a week, but it was not the same thing every day. So that was cool that we could switch it up and that we could do different things every day. So maybe one day I would have a procedures class and a lab afterwards. You do simulation lab. Um, You have to learn the procedures in the lab before you can check them off in clinical. So you also do lab demos where you have to demonstrate your knowledge of those positions and exams to your teacher. You partner up with your classmates and they're your patients, you're each other's patients, and you go through the whole patient care process, patient information verification process, All of the things I don't, again, I don't want to make it too complicated because there are some things you won't understand until you get there. But um, yeah, you do all of it on a weekly basis in class, in lab, in clinical. So it really does solidify that information for you. Because I remember when I first started school, I was terrified. Why was I terrified to ask somebody their name and birthday? It was just the fact that I wasn't used to it, I was afraid that people would be able to tell that I was new and they wouldn't like 
more or less respect my authority as the healthcare provider in that situation. I was just nervous overall. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to ask them their name and birthday. didn't want to ask their injuries, confirm their exam, all that stuff. Um, that was a scary process for me, but it got easier the more that I did it. So it's going to feel very uncomfortable. It is most definitely going to feel uncomfortable because you're learning a new skill and you're not going to be perfect at it. You may never be perfect at it, but there's going to be a lot more in the beginning that you're not good at versus when you graduate. So you are going to have a lot of learning to do. So I think school was hard in that aspect. Also academically, like it was kind of hard, but I think the hardest part for me was having to know that I was going to consistently be bad at something, whether it was learning a new procedure or trying to nail a certain patient care skill, whatever it was, there was always going to be something that I needed to work on. And as a perfectionist, that did not feel good for me at all. So I think that was the hardest part about school for me. And you just have to keep in mind, and this goes for any program in the medical field, because you're probably going to face this wherever you go. Don't take it personal. Your teachers are there to help you perfect your craft. You're perfecting a skill set that you, you know, essentially signed up to learn. So you're not going to be perfect at it, especially not in the beginning. There's always ways someone can improve. So don't take it personal. They're just trying to equip you with the skills that it takes to be a good x-ray tech or a good nurse or a good lab tech, whatever the case is for you. So yeah, not taking it personally was my biggest struggle. So you go through your two years of school. Every program is a little bit different. So I'm just really speaking based off of what I know from my own program. It's two years long. You do your clinicals and um, at the end of the program, you take your final exam, which pretty much prepares you for your registry. It is a national registry that everybody in the country has to take. So you're going to take that. I'm in the state of North Carolina, which is one of the few states that does not require x-ray techs to have a license. So we did not have to take state boards, thankfully. If you are in a state that requires the x-ray techs to have a license, then you will have to also take state boards on top of your registry. There are also some states, I believe, that make you take a separate exam for a certain type of procedure just to, you know, display your competency in the equipment and the procedures and the protocols, stuff like that. Um, obviously, North Carolina is not one of those states, so I don't have a lot of experience to speak on that. But just know that you need to look up your state or country requirements um, to know what is expected of you upon graduation. And your teachers are going to tell you that too, right? Because that's their job to get you prepared. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Just know that um, you are going to have a series of tests that you may possibly have to take in order to become a functioning technologist. So, like I said, for the state of North Carolina, all we had was the National Registry. So I graduated. You cannot take the registry until you are confirmed as graduated. So we actually got approved for graduation before the actual ceremony date. 
So I was able to sign up for my registry the day before I graduated and take it. I passed it. I was able to, you know, put it behind me so that I could enjoy my graduation. And then I had a graduation trip after. So I didn't have to worry about studying. Everything was fresh in my brain because I had just taken my final exam for school. So I think the closer that you can take it to your graduation date is better because all of that stuff is fresh in your brain. And yeah, it's, I just feel like you don't have to extend the process out further. Like once you take your registry, you're good. I think they don't, they don't make you retake it um, until 10 years after. So, and even then I don't think it counts against you. I think it's just for you to see what you need to brush up on. So yeah, I would just recommend getting it over with. So I took my registry. I graduated. I had applied for jobs. It was actually at the clinical site that I was at in my last semester. I applied for a job there, secured a job. So I had passed my registry, secured myself a job before graduation. I had absolutely nothing to worry about going forward except for starting my new job. So I love the way that I set that up for myself so that I could have a little period of true relaxation after graduation. I could celebrate my graduation without this lingering feeling that I had something else to worry about. So that's how graduation and the transition into the workforce looked like for me. So yeah, just to summarize real quick, the school is two years. You graduate, you take your registry, possibly state boards, possibly something else that your state requires if they require it. So yeah, you do a lot of studying in that time. In that two-year span, you do lots of studying. So um, developing good studying habits definitely would be my recommendation. So what is the job like? Again, many people think that the only thing that x-ray techs do is take pictures of broken bones. And yeah, it's a whole lot more than that. So for nursing, a lot of people go through the same nursing school and then decide to like specialize essentially. Like you'll have pediatric nurses, you'll have labor and delivery nurses, you'll have ER nurses, ICU nurses, um, whatever, med surge, and all the units vary hospital to hospital. So I'll leave it at that. But you have so many like different ways that you can go after nursing school to like really specialize and learn a specific type of nursing skills for that unit. With x-ray, because I guess x-ray is such a smaller field, like we don't have as many x-ray techs as we do nurses, there are less people to do the job, right? So we all rotate areas. And the bigger the hospital, the more you can stick to like one type of x-ray, like we have a level one trauma center here in Charlotte. So we did clinical there and you would have some techs that were designated for the ER, designated for the OR, and then some techs would just switch between all of the areas. But um, I was at, I ended up working at a slightly smaller hospital where we covered all of it. So we would have rotations you would have someone in the actual x-ray department that are that's responsible for bringing the patients down that need to come down for an exam that are admitted patients in the hospital. They're also responsible for 
um, doing walk-in x-rays, outpatient x-rays, people that just um, are coming in to have an exam done and then leave. So that is one area of like actually working in the department. You have another area where somebody is on portable x-rays where they are walking throughout the hospital doing all of the x-rays that can't come down to the department because either A, they're not in good enough health to be transported, or B, it's just an x-ray that we can do portably and it's easier that way for all of us. So um, you have somebody doing portable x-rays. Then you have somebody doing x-rays in the emergency room. You have your own little x-ray room over there in the emergency department and you are doing either portables or bringing your ER patients back to your little ER room and doing their x-rays that way. So we have someone doing both portables and stuff in the x-ray room there. Then you have the operating room, the OR, and depending on the surgery, some surgeons use x-ray techs through their surgery. Like for the repair of broken bones, if people are getting plates and screws and joints replaced and stuff like that, if that's happening, then there's more than likely an x-ray tech there to take images of that body part throughout the surgery so that the surgeon can visually see that they are doing the right thing, making the right repairs, that everything looks good. And yeah, it's an essential part of that surgery. And that's, you know, something that I never knew about before entering x-ray school. And I loved being in the OR. It was really, really cool. Then we also had some people that were float which meant they would go wherever the volume was the highest. Like if we were having a bunch of OR cases, we would have an extra person in the OR or if the ER was blowing up with like traumas or whatever the case may be, they would go over to the ER and help out. Or if we had lots of stat portables up in the patient rooms, then they would go help out with that. It just depended on, you know, what the need was that day. So yeah, you kind of move around, Number one, because, you know, like I said, there aren't as many x-ray techs as there are, you know, anybody else. So especially in those smaller hospitals, you are going to have to float around and do different things every day, but also because of a radiation safety standpoint. And I won't get too much into it because for someone who's not in the x-ray field or has not taken an x-ray class, like it might be a little confusing. So basically, you know, taking an x-ray is like taking a picture. You just hit a button. Well, it's not that easy, but I'm trying to summarize here to make a point. You hit a button and it takes one single image. So that is what most x-rays are, right? Then we have live x-ray procedures where you're holding a button down and you're taking a bunch of little x-rays at once so that you can see kind of like a motion picture. So those live x-ray procedures actually put out more of a radiation dosage than just taking a singular x-ray. So that's another thing from a radiation safety standpoint. So that's why we have those rotations every day so that someone's not stuck doing those live x-ray procedures every day and getting lots more radiation dosage than someone else who may just be in the ER taking quick pictures all day. So yeah, that's just a little bit of a summary of what the job is like. I could talk about it forever. So if you are somebody who's interested in the x-ray field or maybe just radiology in general, I would love to talk to you. I could talk about it forever, like I said, and um, I could give you lots of information on it if that is a career that you're considering. So I have a free 30-minute call 
that you can find in the show notes. Feel free to sign up whenever you can. We can talk about it. Or if you just need help choosing a career path in general, you can utilize that as well. When you sign up for a 30-minute free call, it does not require you to sign up for coaching. It is simply just us meeting each other, talking a little bit about what you're interested in, and formulating a game plan for you that you can follow that will help you feel confident in the career that you chose and how you are pursuing it. So that is available for you as a free resource if you would like to sign up for that. Um, I believe next week I will probably make another podcast episode about radiology, but I'm going to talk more about careers that are in the field of radiology as a whole, not just x-ray. So that will give you an idea of the types of careers that you could move into if x-ray, you know, doesn't sound like your thing. So yeah, until next time, stay safe and let's hang out again soon.